Do you see what the tweet says? It says one slate. That's all I want. That's all I want is one slate. One slate. One slate. One slate. Again, one runs worse. No one runs. Worse. Oh, that was the recap of NBA, which was super, super tilting. I had Giannis, I had Alvarado, I had Ja, I had Clark who got in massive foul trouble. But you know, even though even though those guys were relatively popular, like those were like the guys you needed to, to win big. And uh, yeah, then I just get Norman Powell playing like 12 minutes and benched for the second half. So cool, 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 cool. Recapping the rest of the day. It's a very profitable day overall for me. Um, I bet uh, Chiefs. I bet the Eagles. Um, and uh, we hit prize picks as well. So that was a positive. Where is that? Um, right here. One, two for two at NBA. With Giannis uh, under rebounds and Alvarado over four and a half assists. Also cash in NFL DFS. So the one downside was NBA DFS because, oh yeah, they just the, the Clippers decided to wave the white flag at halftime. And they've done this now. I think this is the third time they've done this. So Ty Lu, you're right there, buddy. You are right at the top of the list. But I will say, I did talk about this uh, in the Patreon stream, how I said, you know, you should take a stand. There's all three games could blow out. And we talked about how if the Clippers, you know, game blows out, you want to look to guys like Diabate and Boston and Preston. And basically all those guys, Moses Brown smash. Like all those guys smash because the starter, they just like gave up. So uh, we talked about a lot of different ways you could go uh, for in the, uh, in the stream. But yeah, I unfortunately landed on Norman Powell. So that was no fun. But uh, also, again, it was really cool to see a uh, Patreon member almost take down the Millie, finishing 11th, and that's on one entry. That's $21 into 9000 So I just wanted to shout him out. Congrats, Jerry. That was a really, really close uh, close to the million and was rooting for you. And uh, all right, so now let's uh, get into this eight-game slate. Um, oh, really quick, the sponsor is Price Picks. You can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. It is a player prop site. Uh, also, I'll have a link down below. I'll have videos up. I'll probably have a video up after this. Talk about a few plays I like for tomorrow's slate. So go ahead. Take advantage of that free money. And uh, let's get into it. So Orlando and Philly is the first game here. On the Magic side, once again, more just tournament plays with the main guys. But like the top four, I think, are all viable in tournaments. Bancaro, Franz Wagner, Carter Jr., and Markel Fultz. If Embiid plays, I think it's a slight downgrade to Carter Jr. Just because they're worried about potential foul trouble there. Cole Anthony is a guy that has shown a ceiling off the bench. Uh, he's at a reasonable price point. Bull Bull at 3.7K probably sees 15 to 20 minutes, maybe a little bit more. He's viable at a, a uh, at that price point. Um, Isaac's probably still only playing about 10 minutes a game, so can't go there yet. Suggs played a lot last game, but it was in a blowout, so don't really know if I trust those minutes. On the Philadelphia side, pretty simple. It's Embiid, it's Harden, that's about it. Uh, Embiid and Harden both have a very high ceiling. And uh, yeah, I think they both look really good. If Joel Embiid does not play, then we look to Harden. Then we look to Maxi, Then we look to Harris. Then we possibly look to Harrell and Paul Reed if they start Harrell at the five. But 
Assuming Embiid's in, mainly just the top end guys there with Embiid and uh, and Harden on the Lakers side. So, unfortunately, we have to deal with this. I don't want to, but we do. Lakers are sitting LeBron and AD. Austin Reeves still out. Lonnie Walker is probable, but I don't know how much he can play. In his first game back, he played 18 minutes. I don't think he can come back and play 30-plus minutes. So, we'll start with the top. Westbrook still going to come off the bench, but probably sees, you know, 35-ish minutes. If you think this game stays competitive, Westbrook probably going to have a pretty big game. So like his upside, Dennis Schroeder at 5'4", you know, probably going to be the main playmaker in the starting offense. Uh, he's at a reasonable price point. I think he's a good play in both formats. This is why I'm not excited because it's back to the guessing game with the center rotation, right? If I play Thomas Bryant, they close with Wedding Gabriel. If I play Wedding Gabriel, they close with Thomas Bryant. It's just like, it's super, super frustrating. The ceiling is higher on Thomas Bryant. We've seen a couple 50 uh, bombs from him. But Gabriel's also cheaper in 3.5K. So um, I think both centers are in play, but it's a little bit tricky to figure out who it's going to be that closes. Rui Hashimura, my guess is that he starts. I think they're going to go with Pat Beverly, Schroeder, Troy Brown, Rui, and Thomas Bryant. And if Rui starts, I think he's going to be, again, one of the top guys offensively. So uh, like him at that cheap price point, Pat Beverly, 4K is fine. He should play a lot, played 36 minutes last game. Obviously, that game going to overtime, which still get me started and that night too. Faded Chalk, CP3, overtime. Uh, he, he had like 20 fancy points in overtime. I faded Chalk, Tatum. Just such a BS call to give them overtime to. I missed the cash by like two points in tournaments uh, that night. I just don't get, I was like, don't get me started there. Just no one, no one runs worse. No one. Uh, Troy Brown, 3-3. Again, I think he starts and probably plays mid-20s minutes. He's fine. But uh, yeah, let's move on to Brooklyn. So Brooklyn, still not coming to rant. Ben Simmons, questionable. T.J. Warren, doubtful. Kyrie Irving, 10.8K. If you think the Lakers keep it competitive, he clearly has a ceiling. Nick Claxton also been playing extremely well. If Ben Simmons is out, I feel a little bit better about his minutes. And then the secondary guys like Royce O'Neal, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Watanabe. These guys all look a little bit better if Ben Simmons is out. If Ben Simmons is in, they all become a bit riskier. Golden State, Oklahoma City. So I am not tilted whatsoever. I played Steph Curry at no ownership this night. He gets ejected the very next game, 70 bomb. No, I'm happy for Steph. I'm not tilted at all. No way. Um, but yeah, he has a ceiling in tournaments, obviously. Uh, we saw it last game. Poole and Clay Thompson feel priced about right. I think the front court in Green and Wiggins are probably your safest bet. 6-3 for Green, 6K for Wiggins. But um, yeah, that's really about it. On the Oklahoma City side, like the upside in two guards in Shea and Giddy. Uh, Shea's 9-9. That's a fair price point in an up-tempo game. Giddy, but a little bit quiet of late, but... Um, still is a guy that has shown that ceiling. Jalen Williams is kind of up and down. He's playing a lot of minutes. I think he's a viable tournament play. Last game, they started Aaron Wiggins and the other Jalen Williams. If Aaron Wiggins starts again, yes, he's viable. I still don't fully trust the minutes, and he's not a great point per minute guy. So, like, it would worry me a little bit, especially if he's chalky. And the other Jalen Williams started, but only played 19 minutes. It's just hard to trust the center rotation for the Thunder. Um, let's move on to Sacramento, Minnesota. This is a pretty appealing game. Two teams are on tight rotations and two teams that don't play much defense. So uh, like a lot in this game for tournaments. Sabonis, uh, 10.3K. Don't think a lot of people will click on him for, you know, kind of subpar games from him. But we know like he has pretty high floor, high ceiling. De'Aaron Fox at a reasonable price point, 8.3. He should play mid-30s minutes. Herder, Barnes, Murray, all playing like mid-30s minutes. I think they're all pretty good options. Monk's always someone I have interest in for tournaments because he provides that ceiling. The minutes have ticked a little bit up of late, averaging about 20 minutes a game over the last four. 
On the Minnesota side, so Anthony Edwards, I think, is a good spend-up. Uh, he's got the shooting guards ball for eligibility. He's also playing close to 40 minutes a game, as is D'Angelo Russell. So I like both the main guys from Minnesota. Rudy Gobert, when I when I play him, he plays like 20 minutes a game. When I fade, he plays 38. So we'll see. But um, he's questionable. I think he plays, and he should play most likely low to mid-30s minutes. I think he's a pretty decent play there in the mid-range. Slow-mo and McDaniels are both kind of neutral plays for me. I think the upside's a bit higher on slow-mo. Um, and then if Prince is out, maybe Jalen Noel becomes playable. He's been averaging about 15 minutes a game over the last four off the bench. Washington and San Antonio, a little bit tough to like anyone here in the Wizards with Porzingis back. Some of these guys priced up from when Porzingis was out. So um, Porzingis himself, I have interested him for tournaments if he's not on a limit. If he's limited, then I probably can't go there. Probably can't get to Kuzma or Beal. Um, I don't really know what's going on with the point guard rotation here with like Morris and DeLon Wright and Kendrick Nunn. Denny and Gafford become a bit riskier with Porzingis back. So there's no standouts here for me on Washington. On the San Antonio side, so Kelvin Johnson, clearly a guy that has his healing. We saw it last game going for 46 fancy points. Uh, he probably plays mid-30s minutes here. Trey Jones got benched, which was super tilting because I took his over-assist uh, that day. Jakob Pertle, he probably sees you know mid-high 20s minutes. He's always viable in GPPs. We saw the big, big game from Jeremy Sohan. Probably an outlier, but um, I think he's a decent option in the mid-range. It'll be interesting to see what the ownership is, though, because he's kind of been pretty low-owned for a while. And now because of the one big game, will he be pro- will he be popular? That's what I'm interested to see uh, with the ownership. You got Josh Richardson back as well. So um, if, if Lankford's out again, maybe they continue to start Bates Diop. If that's the case, he could be playable at 3-6. Detroit and Dallas. The, t- the tricky thing about Detroit here is um, they kind of ran a bit of a bigger rotation last game, and no one saw huge minutes. Like, Bojan played 37 minutes. I think that was the most of anyone in Detroit. Um, he's viable in tournaments. Ivy, Killen Hayes, they're splitting the point guard duties. Again, I don't think either kind of stand out. Killen Hayes, only 21 minutes off the bench, was a bit disappointing. Sadiq Bay is 5.8. He should play 25 to 30-ish minutes. Uh, Duran and Stewart kind of split the center minutes right down the middle. 24 for Duran and 24 for Isaiah Stewart, which makes it tough to prioritize either of them. If Burks continues to start out, he's probably my favorite play, 30 and 27 minutes uh, last couple games. If he continues to start, I like Alec Burks. On the Dallas side, it really just comes down to Luka here. He's questionable. If Luka plays, probably just interested in Luka, maybe a little bit of interest in like the front court and like Finney Smith and Dwight Powell. But if Luka's out, then Dinwiddie becomes a solid play at 8.5K. He becomes the go-to guy. And then like Hardaway looks better. Uh, his ceiling goes up. Dorian Finney-Smith looks better. Um, he's a back-to-back good game. He's playing a ton of minutes. Dwight Powell. Uh, minutes weren't as high last game, but still should see probably at least 20 minutes. Josh Green probably gets a good run off the bench. He'd be a solid value. Reggie Bullock would play a bit more. So like, all this Dallas value would look a lot better if Luka's out. So really comes down to whether or not he's in uh, for if I'm going to load up a Dallas or not. If Luka's in, then it's just really Luka and maybe one or two secondary pieces. Toronto and Phoenix, so no OG. Should get a starting lineup of Siakam, Van Fleet, Barnes, Trent, and Precious Achua. I think Achua probably stands out as the best play. Probably will be the most owned, too, but he should start. He should play 30-plus minutes. He looks good. Siakam and Van Fleet both have a ceiling. Both should play 35 to 40 minutes. Scotty Barnes been playing a lot better of late. Uh, stuff in the stat sheet, I'm fine with him in the mid-range. Trent Jr., a bit riskier, a bit more score-independent, but a reasonable price point. And then I'll mention my boy, Boucher. Minutes still not secure, but he's going to be a good point-per-minute guy. If he finds his way into more minutes, like if he plays 25 minutes tomorrow, he could break the slate. 
On the Phoenix side, so again, Chris Paul was so incredibly tilting. Faded him, got overtime, went off in overtime too for the fish. Just, oh, God, so, so mad. But yeah, Chris Paul, I think, is a good option here. He should play mid-30s minutes without Devin Booker, uh, just the go-to guy here. DeAndre Ayton looks better uh, with Booker off the court. He should play a ton. Mikel Bridges is playing like 40 minutes a game. Cam Johnson, 5.7K. He should play low 30s minutes. I think mean, he's a pretty good play. Corey Craig's 4-1. Probably sees 25 to 30 minutes. Reasonable value, but don't know if I can get to anyone else. Um, Dario Saric, minutes, eh, not been great on him. Don't really know if I feel comfortable with anyone off the bench. And finally, Atlanta, Portland. This one comes down to Trey Young. If Trey Young's in, I don't think there's anything that really stands out. If Trey Young's out, then I'll like Murray a lot. Uh, Bogdanovich would most likely start. He would look really good. Um, just everyone else in this lineup would look a bit better. But yeah, if Trey Young is in, then I think Young and Murray will find tournament plays. The, probably my favorite options would be the front court, Capella and Collins. Capella been seeing, you know, high 20s minutes. John Collins, I'm seeing low 30s minutes. Those two are probably my favorite options. I'm always just like indifferent on DeAndre Hunter. He should play mid 20s minutes or mid 30s minutes, I should say. Uh, but Donovich, if Trey Young's in, you know, becomes just a tournament dart throw. But if, he, if Trey Young's out and Donovich starts, he looks like a really good play. Finally, Portland. It uh, depends on Nurkic and Josh Hart. If they are both out, then obviously Dame, still the go to guy, like Dame at the top. Grant and Simons will look better, and then you most likely would get Eubanks and Little in the starting lineup. Eubanks only played 22 minutes last game because it was a blowout. Him and Watford kind of split the center minutes. Nasir Little started, played 30 minutes. Not the best point for a guy, but those two would be viable values. Um, then if Nurkic and Hart are in, then I think Nurkic, if there's no limit, is in play for tournaments. His minutes are always up and down, and then Josh Hart would just be like a kind of last piece in guy for me if he does play. So. That is going to do it for the video, guys. Again, if you have been enjoying the DFS content, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. See you guys in the next video.